Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, and I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we share our thoughts, ideas, and rants about anything pop culture and the world around us. With the gay twist, you can follow us as well on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's PressPlayAR on Instagram. We took some time off and we'll talk about why we ghosted you guys abruptly, but fear not. As we promised you 300 years ago, we will talk about our top movies of 2020. So stick around with that. It's only been 300. Yep. felt so much longer. So stick around. And we are back. Uh, okay, not quite 300 years, but, you know. It, we 299. Had- yeah we've had you know we've had stuff going on and uh we we miss doing the podcast uh yeah and sometimes life throws a curveball at you that you just don't know or you just can't get out of it um i'm not sure if i mentioned this in our last previous episodes but my mom got really sick uh, and to the point where it really took a lot of my time uh, to tend to her. Uh, and I really didn't have any motivation to not only do the podcast, but sit down and watch a movie or deconstruct things that I usually do in this show. Um, and I told Riz that it's best if we just put the podcast on hold um while i do this and i didn't want to get a a guest host because we've talked about that off the air if just in case you have a fever or i get sick or one of us um is feeling under the weather it'll be nice to just invite someone over to cover in and it'll be interesting uh but i didn't want that to do it in this scenario um in, and, and it got to to really dark point where my mom did pass away and uh, I had to deal with that and um, it was very very hard because my mom and I really did have a very very close uh, relationship we were really close and it was really hard for me and I do think uh, the people around me, especially you, Riz, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate the support that you have given me. Your family as well is undoubtedly uh, grateful I am for them. Uh, my sister came from England with her, with her husband, uh, Sean and we'll get into their story arc a little a little later. Yeah, they have their own their own arc. Um, Stay tuned. So, it was very difficult. It was really hard, um, and I needed time to focus on that. And then dealing as well with my father, who's of an older age as well. Um, but that's not nor here nor there. Um, it was just a lot of, of family uh, time. Uh, we needed to mourn and we needed to heal. And that was a huge, huge chunk of the reason why I and, and Riz decided to put this on pause. Um, and on top of that is our job uh, since I started working in the 
in the hospital, uh, it are, my hours have been really, really out of whack and our routine has completely shifted completely at another direction. Um, so I, we, we wanted time for that as well to reset our personal life on what we really needed to do, where we're going, goals that we wanted to achieve, places that we wanted to go after COVID, things that we want to establish as well. So it was a lot of, of personal growth as a couple uh, in, that mo- in that beginning of me finding that job and what we needed to do as well. Uh, and not that long ago, uh, I got a text message from a friend of ours who listened to our podcast, David. Um, okay. And he said, hey, aren't you guys doing the podcast anymore? Yeah. Brenda also text messaged me and she's like, what's up with the podcast? Uh, so it's making me think like, yo, there's people who are, are there waiting for us, uh, waiting to hear us rant about our daily life, our dogs, our 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 jobs. Yeah. And we missed it as well. We did. You know? We did. Absolutely. It's, and before we went to on break, we did. We were discussing on like certain tweaks. Uh, and you're going to see a few in, in this episode. We're no longer going to be doing um, six degrees, six degrees anymore, because how many how many, you know, times can you listen to me connect Nev Campbell from Scream to everyone in <laughs> in blah, 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 or Michelle Williams to everyone in the world? Yeah. Uh, and you're no longer going to do the, uh, fact, the, of the fact of the week. Um, but we're coming up with new, brand new, exciting stuff. We talked about changing the name, but I'm like, bro, we printed up like really cool stickers, <laughs> and we have we have a cool we have a cool logo. Uh, so we're staying uh, at Augie and Riz for now, uh, yes. at least until the stickers are gone. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to, you know. To share, to continue sharing with our, you know, five listeners out there. We love you, you know. And Hopefully I'm under-exaggerating. Yeah, but. and and, and uh, it's what my mom would have wanted me to do, is to continue my life and to continue to succeed and, and to put myself out there. So without further ado, let's get on what, with the show. Woohoo! We survived 2020 with COVID, so yay! Yeah, uh, that was weird. There, we there was a certain point when I thought I had it. Yes, I, I got sick, and I'm like, "Do I have COVID?" And I got tested, and it was negative. And like the next day, you brought me breakfast from um from Pinecrest ba- Pinecrest Bakery. Give us free stuff, Pinecrest. We mentioned you in our podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was... You got me, like, a sandwich I never had before. And it... And your favorite. And the... The, um... The, the, uh, the, the cream the, cheese pastelito. Yep. And you got me a Dunkin' Donut coffee. So, I started with the sandwich, and I'm like, this is... This is, you know... This this is really nasty. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really have any flavor. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. So then I tried the cream cheese thing. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. This tastes like literally nothing. 
So then I went to my my Dunkin' Coffee, which, you know, I get the macchiato, which is very flavorful, and it tasted like steamed milk. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I, I quickly scheduled another COVID test, but it it came back within five minutes. So I didn't have COVID. Which was negative, yeah. Yeah, the next one was negative, but I didn't have COVID. I, I think when when I get when I start to get sick, I start like loading up on like vitamin C and coldies. And anyone who's ever had coldies knows it's a very bitter cough drop and it fucks with your taste buds. So that was just it. I happened to have had a cold ease and um and it gave me a covid scare <laughs> but I, i'm good no no covid here glad glad that you did not get covid and you didn't pass it on to me yeah. uh and you, another you, wonder what what's that you were able to get your vaccination yes i got vaccinated and you are halfway there halfway there correct by the time you hear this podcast i will be full well maybe i'll be fully pod uh, podcast i'll be fully vaccinated <laughs> i'm getting i'm getting vaccinated on may the 4th may the 4th be with you Bambi with you as well another wonderful thing that happened last year is that Trump did not become president of the United States. That happened. We we talked about that. Did it? Well, I mean, well, I mean, since the podcast, he wasn't able to steal it. Oh, he sure as hell tried. <laughs> so that's thrilling, and we got our first VP, uh, female and uh, female Asian African American, Asian American, amazing person, uh, Kamala I'm, Harris. I, you know, I was more excited about her. Uh, you know, I, I I I like me some Joe Biden compared to Trump, but. He wasn't really on the top of my list. Neither was was mine. Uh, I was on the Kamala train since day one. Uh, but that's awesome. So, woohoo. Um, and now currently here in Miami, uh, a quick update with COVID. They have uh, eased on the restrictions. Uh, our bars and restaurants are now able to be uh, open after midnight and later. Um, I heard some rumors. No. Uh, who was it? I think it was last night when we went to Adele's house. Uh, Charlene said that on May 1st, there was someone that was not requiring facial masks starting May 1st. Hmm. But I don't remember, though. Was it? Um, oh, shoot. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter because, yeah. uh, you know, product placement. Um. Oh. But yeah, we're slowly easing it off. A lot of people are still mixed, uh, have mixed feelings about it. Uh, but I think it's we're trying to lean towards a more herd immunity and try to stay with our, our group. Yeah. Um, and um, from personal stuff, that's what we're doing. Unfortunately, enough people like they're running out of people to get the, the, the vaccine. Um a lot of people believe the rhetoric, believe Trump. They would have rather injected, you know, cleaning fluid in there. But he got the, the, the vaccine, though. And yeah, they, yeah. Trump, they still won't get it, but he got his he vaccine. He got his vaccine, yeah. Which, well, you, I'm not going to say anything further. Because there's, there's, there's people that I know and love that aren't getting the vaccine. So I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere. But further. that's, it's going to get to the point I feel that it's going to be just like flu season and getting the flu shot. Of course. Uh, and unfortunately, these people that aren't getting vaccine, they're going to, there's going to be spikes every once in a while because of them, because they refuse to get it. 
So now, question: Do you prefer the whole vaccination card to be present wherever you go in order to gain access, say theme parks, airports? Yeah. I'm sorry, be- because for these people, like it's 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 there. I think there needed to be eighty percent of Americans to get you know to get the vaccine and it's we're we're under that or we're at 80 percent where it needs to be nine or something like that um and because of that it's not going to be eradicated it's going to be this this yearly thing it's going to be like the flu Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean for now why can't there be a card you know that Hey, you know we're doing our part. We we deserve to go outside. We're not screaming like Karens that uh, we have to wear masks everywhere, or you know the government is trying to sterilize us or something. I don't know. Uh, they yes. are saying that people who are vaccinated should uh, are are not required to wear masks in public, but when you go or, inside a, a store, you are or around large groups or around or something large like that. group people. Uh, I took it. Because, you know, in the name of science, and why not? Um, But luckily, we live in a country that you have this decision to make, and whoever wants to do it, awesome. If you don't, awesome. Just stay home when you're sick, okay? And, you know, I do get you, because it sucks that, you know, they don't get the vaccine to prevent them from getting a virus, Yet, then they go to a hospital or a clinic and they use resources to get them better. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, why should I I care for you if I gave you a warning or six like, months ago with a vaccine that prevents you from getting it? Or stuff like with, uh, for example, your parents when they would come in to pick them up for the hospital when we would call 911 in emergencies. These people would be like, well, you know... I- it, it it would be better if you just go to like an emergency care because more there because of covid and there's the beds are are too much or there's are the restrictions it's stuff like that you know what i mean it's like we're trying there there's people that need those beds not just that the covid people oh nice in our neighborhood <laughs> in what? our neighborhood um you know there's people that need those resources mm-hmm. um and it's very in my opinion selfish Absolutely, I, I I do agree with you on that part as well. But we'll see how it, how twenty twenty one evolves, continue to evolve with the vaccine and all this stuff. Uh, luckily, so far, uh, Alanis Morissette hasn't canceled her concert that we are planning to go August. I want to July say it's July or August. July or August, somewhere uh, the, around the there. original date was in August. Oh no, I think the original date was. Around your birthday last year, it was it was my birthday weekend. So we were I, gonna do a staycation up in Palm Beach. Yeah, so I think it might be July now. Uh, but the funny thing is, and, and the people on the Alanis Morissette Facebook group that I I belong to are like, you know, these whatever the the company is live concert or live whatever, Nation. not Live Nation or whatever. They're like, you know, we're we we don't have staffs. We're not opening. You know, <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. but. According to Atlantis, the concerts haven't been canceled, so it, it we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I hope it doesn't get delayed. I won't be surprised if it does. And hopefully, you know, by next year, if we'll have like a Fiona Apple 
uh, um, we will literally take this show like to the concert and make our <laughs> list, hold our mics up and listen, have our listeners. She came down in 2012. She was here in Miami. I didn't go see her. I regret it so much. Wow. What were you doing? You know, I swimming. Didn't have anything going on. Oh. Oh. Where was I at that time? Doing drugs. <laughs> and we're editing that out. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, my sister came with her husband, unfortunately, for uh, a really terrible reason, uh, but we tried to make the most of it in honor of my mom. Um, so yeah, uh, unfortunately, they weren't able to make the, uh, the funeral. Yeah. Uh, they, they were lucky um, to, to come, to at, come all at all so yeah. soon because it was such a struggle for them due to the fact that we're in a pandemic covid and uh she's still dealing with her v you know her visa and stuff like that you know she's uh trying to become an official British- ukrainian or whatever ukrainian <laughs> i've never oh, heard that world. before oh uh, uh that's trademark riz <laughs> she yeah but she came uh over and uh we hung out a lot at the house because uh there was rules that she had to oblige in order for her to come. And one of them obviously was she can't go anywhere. So uh, she stayed with us uh, for two weeks. And we basically did a whole food tour with her to the point where I got sick to my stomach. Um, Kelly lives now in England. She grew up here in Miami. And... Since she moved to England, she doesn't have those exotic seasoning that the Caribbean has. Uh, and she would always tell me, bro, they don't have any seasoning. Sorry, UK people, but your food, that's all I'm going to say. Well, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. firsthand. We don't know firsthand. But when my sister got here at 11 o'clock at night from her flight, the first thing she wanted was pollo tropical and we got her that then the next morning we had uh breakfast at a bakery not at a bakery i brought stuff yeah. to the house yeah, yeah um and then we had molina which is a cuban restaurant all delivered to the house because yeah. you can't they can't leave or picked up by one of us uh flanagan's we did uh Holy crap. Palacio de la Hugos. Palacio de la Hugos. Which is another restaurant. We did Havana Harry's. We uh, did several... Uh, oh, are we going in order? Because I can't remember in order. No, not in order. Several uh, fast food places. We did Wendy's. We got the Baconator. Checkers. Checker fries. And then it's sh- we would be home and we would hear like a knock on, on, on our door and it would be food and more food and food and food and it got to the point where I got so sick that I threw up. Last year, I decided to become <laughs> a pescatarian. And this year, I kind of eased my diet up, which I think I'm going to tweak it again. Um, I mean, chicken's okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, and and it was just so much of the consumption of food that I had that I just threw up and i told her you're gonna kill me you're 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 literally going to kill me uh and it would be to the point where we would plan for lunch 
But then she's like, let's have a snack. Okay, one day, like, we were all together. We went to, like, the... We're gonna go to the, um... The isolated beach together. Yeah. We were getting a pic- picnic. You and I went into Publix and got us our shit. And we're ready to go. And what did she say? Let's go to the Cuban bakery to get food. And I'm... I'm like, for something on the way to the picnic and, where we were gonna eat. Yeah, we live... 15 minutes away from the beach and I got so angry at her because it was just so much gluttony that she was wanting to to consume and I'm like Kelly we have the breakfast in these bags like what do, what the fuck do you want it's not anger it's just uh you know reminding her hey we're gonna eat in a little bit like when <laughs> when it seemed awkward to like go back to the Cuban bakery we almost ended up at McDonald's for her. Yes, for... yes, because yeah, it was oh, out of the way the Cuban bakery and McDonald's is in the same plaza as our Publix, which they closed down. Yeah, um, I hope they open something better. They were very rude at that McDonald's, and yeah, it was weird. I'm like, thank you, nothing. Have a nice day, nothing. I'm like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> and it was just uh, so much food, and uh, I hope she liked it. She left. Uh, she- she left with some some canned beans, Cuban canned beans, <laughs> some seasonings. So she even left with a, a bottle of cleaning product, Fabuloso, because that was that's what we use, and don't they don't have, have that, that over there. there. Um, and it was with uh, Alma was the one who gave it to her. Yeah. Uh, so that was an interesting uh, food experience. Um, and I'm still recovering. Like, yeah, I think my stomach. Uh, stretched out, which isn't good. And I didn't swim those entire two weeks. Because we do have our three square meals a day. Yeah. And we have, like, something sweet at night after dinner. Yeah. But with having Kelly here, it was, like, constant food everywhere, all the time. Mm -hmm. The door did not stop knocking. And it was just coming and coming and coming. And I'm like, Kelly, I want to have my lunch to digest. Can we just hang on for a bit? Yeah. It was fun. Uh, we <laughs> went to our first baby shower uh, the other day. Yeah, and I want to say, like, when I was a kid, I was, like, brought along, but then I was, like, sent off to another room to go play with the other kids. Yeah. So it wasn't, it was, you know, it was my first, like, officially invited, and I was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it was our friend Priscilla and Gabe's baby shower. Uh, she looks absolutely beautiful. Priscilla looks stunning, healthy, stunning, healthy, and uh, she's a really big part of our lives, and we love her a lot, and we were really happy to be part of the baby shower, and it was really interesting. Um, I hung out with uh, with Alma and Vanessa, and these girls were or are my sister's high school friends who I knew through my sister, and we just you know over the years. They are, like, part of the family. They would come over and they would hang out and it would be, like, seeing a friend or, you know. So, But, yeah, they like are my friend. like a distant cousin. Yeah, like a distant cousin. But yeah. they grow, they've grown up to be closer than that. And um, Very we, sweet girls. Very we, sweet girls. We do share a lot, of, a lot of memories and a lot of laughs together. So, um, yeah, and a lot of bottles of wine. Yes, <laughs> I got really drunk at that beat. It wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like 
trashy drunk. I was just feeling a vibe. I was feeling my oats and all that stuff. And I was feeling cute. So I was drinking and I met Priscilla's colleague from FIU and we hit it off. And another, I'm like, oh my God. Another sweet girl. I love I her. her name. Yeah, her. They're very sweet. Uh, so we were like off to the side away from like the group of people, uh, COVID and all that stuff. People were wearing masks, but yeah. uh, I we were sitting apart from everyone. And uh, it was just a nice time. They had uh, Cuban food, uh, the dirty rice, very tasty. the yuca. Yeah. Uh, everything was really beautiful, very nice, very um, babyish. It was very cutesy and things like that. And they played games. Yeah. And Alma uh, put us out. Volunteered us. Yeah. yeah. She blasted us. And it was. Uh, I had to like feed you a bottle of beer. And it was a race to see, you know, who could drink it, finish it first. Yeah. So I'm squeezing that thing as hard as possible. But it's like through a, a tiny little pinhole. Yeah. So you're like, you know. And then I try to bite the tip and they're like, no cheating, no <laughs> cheating. And I'm like, well, how am I going to like drink this? Yeah. You know, uh, I think we got second place, though, because the guy to our right did not look like he knew how to suck. Um, but the first one, uh, did, and he won first place. And then there was another cute game where we had to measure the, the the waist or the belly of Priscilla. We were way off. We were off because I'm like, okay, I measured mine and then I added like 20. Because I think, you know, she does have a protruding stomach. That was way too much. Yeah, too and, much. and Priscilla is a small, petite girl. Yeah. Uh, uh, but she looks so cute. Um, and we got that wrong. And then the <laughs> third one was, like, putting a balloon in our in the be- under yeah. our shirt and, like, waddling somewhere. Or, yeah, they had to... We didn't take part in those games, in, the, in that game. But um, they had to have, like, a, a balloon in their shirt and they had to, like, keep a quarter... Uh, in between their thighs or their something, thighs. and dropping it in a cup. In a cup, yeah. I, and like the same freaking guy understand. won every. Yeah, time. that one guy won three prizes. Unbelievable! Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> there was also yeah a uh, a raffle uh for An for Amazon. anyone that bought uh, diapers or um or wipes. Yeah. Uh, and it was for like a card and a little. I think I think there was dark chocolate in there, which I'm. A little upset about, and that MFR one as well. I'm like, bro, let it go. Luck was on his side today, and yeah. the the cake was good, and the little key lime pie little cuppy thing. Yeah, I may, I may have good. gone back a few more times than you saw. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was really good. Oh, they also had, like, quiche and stuff. But it was, like, a cute, brunchy baby shower. It was very sweet. Uh, we made the owner, or we know, I made the owner of the house go to the store and get two more bottles of wines because oh, we consumed almost my all the... God. Uh, what was it? Uh, Sauvignon Blanc, I think? I Yeah, you guys... Alma grabs a bottle and... This is for our table. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm driving. And then I look back and y'all, y'all are like, where's another bottle of wine for our table? <laughs> so these, 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 these poor people uh, had to go to the store for more wine because of you. Well, I mean, it was a VIP, the VIP table. <laughs> so uh, there was also the, uh, the thing of what sex you think it'll be, even though I'm pretty sure she's, she's. I don't know. I, I, I have like a, uh, what do you call that thing? Mandela effect where she already announced the sex. 
um, and then took it back. Maybe it didn't happen, no. but in my mind it did. Uh, she and doesn't it was, even know. It was it's a girl. So I put the girl, and I was keeping an eye on it. And, um, like, the little kids in the party, it was pretty even. And all of a sudden, they would come over and, like, huddle around it. And, and every there now would and be, then... like, 16 more yeah. <laughs> for boy. So I think the kids want a boy. Or, well, I mean, the brother uh, wants uh, a little brother. So he definitely wants a little brother. Yeah, but we were happy to be part of it. Uh, Priscilla and Gabe, we wish you the best to a happy and healthy growing family and we love love you guys and glad to be a part of it we can't wait to meet your little bundle of joy absolutely we'll be right back after this not messages (laughs) no messages hey once again guys thank you so much for being part of our show and continuing to listen to us and we are back Before we went on hiatus, we did say, you know, that we wanted to give you our top 10 uh, movies and music. Our music is coming later on. That was... We uh, actually did an episode that that never made it. It's it's the Lost Augie and Riz episode where we did our music. And you uh, didn't really listen to much music. Yeah, you had a top 10. I had like a top (laughs) 4. Because I do... I I suck at music because I listen to my same 7 songs. Maybe next year we should just do songs. Over and over again, yeah. Uh, Or we can do that too. But we do have our movies of 2020. And here we go. And and before... I'm sorry. No, go, go, Uh, go. I would like to say that from this point on, I would like to... um, because we were doing it calendar year 20 and there's there's shit that comes out especially last year that we weren't able to see and you know i know it's been five months but we still haven't been able to see a few that that we wanted to see like i wanted to see freaky and i still haven't seen it so like it's gonna turn into more of like these movies can be included next year yeah okay because and i know you wanted to see three christ and stuff like that yeah I, saw, I was looking down at the list. I'm like, oh, fuck. I know, I know. All right, so uh, let's do this. You're going to start with your number 10? Sweet. So my top 10 is Underwater. Okay. Yeah, starring Kristen Stewart. Uh, just made it. Uh, I thought it was a little weird in the middle, the storyline. Uh, but it was cool. I wanted to see it mainly because it's a female lead, and I wanted to give it the hype it deserves because even we talked about it male leads action yeah they get hype as well and they do miserably and nothing happens to them but when a female lead bombs they get ostracized yeah look look at that that's that's why there's no female leads like bro fuck off uh yeah i was surprised that like you wanted to see this movie Mm -hmm. um because i'm usually more of the scary scary movie uh person in this relationship uh and uh i didn't really like it I, there was a lot of stuff I didn't care for, but... A lot of it was super cliche. Yeah, uh, but it was uh, entertaining? It was entertaining. I really like the ending. Yeah, I like what they did with the ending. Uh, uh, and we're not going to spoil too much, because we're that's not our podcast anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> My number 10 was The Prom, uh, which went directly to Netflix. Or it might have had like a small, but you know theaters were closed yeah really cute movie amazing cast meryl streep uh don't look at spoilers meryl streep uh oh my gosh uh nicole kidman 
Nicole Kidman had a small part in it, but she, you know, and this is, this is the, the definition of there's no small there's uh, no part. There's no such thing as a small role. part. It's a, it's small actors. Yes. So she took the small part and she basically shined every scene that she was in. Um, awesome. Um, my, oh, go ahead. Well, I have my reservations with the prom. We did review it in, in our previous, in yeah. a previous episode was I said that I wanted Ross Matthew to play James Corden's part. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I, agree. I it's a LGBT focused movie. And where, Ro- oh, did, did we discuss this? Is Ross Matthews even saying? Uh, yeah, you, you, that was a big yeah. question. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, my point was like, get a gay actor for this movie, but to, it is what it is. And I'm sure, uh, he did a favor to somebody. Yeah. Well, uh, th- I think things are changing. Uh, there was an article today about Ewan McGregor playing gay in that Gucci movie that's coming out. Um, oh, yeah. So it's slowly changing. But I think if we continue to speak up and not necessarily shame people, but, hey, you know, there's a lot of gay actors that could be playing these roles, um, it'll eventually get to a point where it isn't the... You know, the straight actor, you know, getting pat on the back for being so brave for playing, you know, gay. Here's your Oscar. Exactly. Uh, Oh, well, speaking of which, a cast that was 100% gay actors and gay characters, Boys in the Band was my number nine. Oh, nice. Uh, The thing why it isn't higher on my list was that... You could tell that it was a stage show. You know what I mean? And yes. it just felt like just a stage show. Like it was a filmed set or a film stage, you know? And mm-hmm. it was very entertaining. And uh, Jim Parsons' uh, role was very different from Sheldon. Uh, and very the, what, what's that guy's name? He, he's on um, something Culver. He was very funny. He was the uh, yes, I know. I don't know his name, but something Col or or Charlie Col- Culver, I think he he was uh, the the young young rent boy. date uh, rent boy, yeah of of the guy with with the birthday. It was a good movie. My my number nine is Bloodshot. Okay, I thought that it was a very corny, cliche, action packed. Uh, movie but it was super entertaining some of the stuff I felt like it was original uh, it is based on a comic book and which I, we didn't know at the time we were no watching. not at all which I then after I'm like holy crap it's awesome um, I really hope that the franchise expands because it does have some great backstories and great characters in them uh, but again it was very corny very your typical action movie but it was awesome. It was nonstop from beginning to end. Yeah, it was a fun movie. And uh, I do hope that, that it's the beginning of a franchise for mm-hmm. that. Um, very cool. And your number eight? My number eight is The Boys in the Band. Oh, cool. I figured that would be higher on your list. I remember you, you saying you really liked it. I really did. I liked it even coming in. To it, knowing that it's coming from a stage play, and you do like I do agree with you that there are some directions in the actors that you can tell it was copy and pasted from a stage 
in Broadway or in a theater. Right. Uh, but the stories are riveting. It's, it was my first time watching it. So the story was riveting. It was... Um, oh, Zachary Quinto. Uh, yes. When he came on, on, you know, in, his character had been mentioned, like, the whole thing. And he comes in, like, maybe almost more than halfway through through it. And it's just like, you know, you grab your pearls when, yes. he, when he walks on. The, Go ahead. I'm the sorry. stories were relatable. I was really touched by the, uh, the black actor's story. Yeah. Uh, of that type of love. Because... Again, things like that for me as a gay man were relatable, and you don't see that. So maybe that's the reason why I kind of liked it even a little bit more, because mm-hmm. I wasn't stereotyped. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't stereotyped. Point period and blank. Yeah. So it to see these characters, these gay characters gay with human, <clears throat> excuse me, characters, yeah, with human feelings and human sympathy that I can relate to it's it's rewarding and it's like uplifting to me because I feel like hey that's that's me and this is we can get into uh media representation in another episode or in another show but this it's what I liked about it uh so yeah that's my top my top eight number eight my number eight was uh Wonder Woman 1984, another Ooh. movie that went straight to the uh, HBO Max, or you know, we didn't, we weren't able to see it in theaters, and they pushed it back so long. Um, I, you know, for this one, it was entertaining enough. It was a little fucking crazy, but I I like that they that they were trying to like not do the obvious superhero trope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of added kind of like a uh, a genie in a bottle wish wish shit to it, which I appreciated. It was entertaining. Um, it wasn't at all how I expected them to bring uh, Trevor Trevor back, and I appreciated that as well. You know, I, I, again, it 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 comes nowhere near what the first one was. I thought the first one, you know, was a 10 well a 9 out of 10 and this one you know is around 6.5 out of 10 stars or stars yeah stars um I enjoyed it but you know just taking it for what it was I enjoyed it and I got very very um Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman vibes from Christian Wig in that movie as well mm, I did it I did I did the movie didn't even make my top 10 oh mm. okay all right, well, my uh, number seven, another one I don't think is going to be in your top ten, uh, Antebellum, which... That's right. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> which, again, wasn't, you know, was we wanted to see in the theater and, uh, you know, due to circumstances that didn't work out that way. Uh, I, I understand, you know, what you say, how it kind of rips off certain M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, but I, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was entertaining and it kind of did keep me on the edge of my seat as a, uh, so-called revenge thriller, which, which is what it turned out to be. I didn't like it. It was a ripoff of the village. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay. My number seven is soul. 
okay the I, pixar movie that's right i, I think i fell asleep and the reason <laughs> the why i liked it was because of the message and the message was uh to find something that you love and to stick with it and in the main character's story his passion wasn't music it was teaching yeah, I like that. And it was it was just such a human thing to feel and to understand. It was like more of like a self-reflection. And I really liked the message that it was really portraying. Um, other than that, it was your very standard Disney, Disney movie. Uh, my number six is Birds of Prey. Okay, cool. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was super funny. It went... Uh, it had a very cliche plot, but then again, what movie d- doesn't? Yeah. Um, and I liked uh, the movie in itself. Ewan McGregor killed it as a villain. He was really, really into it. Uh, I love Margot Ro- Robbie as as Harley Quinn and the other uh, female cast. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. She was awesome. I love yeah. me some Rosie Perez. And and in that case, it's it's casting a uh, a woman of a certain age when they could have casted a 20-year-old, they casted a 50-year-old. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. Which I loved as uh, Agent Matoya. Yes. Or not Agent. Uh, Detective De- Matoya. Detective Montoya. Montoya, excuse me. And Mary Elizabeth Winston, she was so fucking awesome as a huntress. Yeah. Uh, I... My favorite character from the movie was her. Uh, so, yeah, that's my, my top six. Cool. Uh, my number six uh, was The Old Guard, which, again, was a a, a, a franchise starter. I totally On Netflix about that. with, I think, Charlie's Theron. Yeah. With Charlie's Theron. And, I, you know, I like it for the, for the same reason that you liked uh, Bloodshot so much. That they, they were... They're starting a new franchise, and they aren't going the same route as, you know, as what what you would expect, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, there was there was inclusion in it. There was straight off the bat a gay couple, yeah, uh, which they don't have to do, but it's very much appreciated. Uh, my number five is actually one of the only movies that we didn't see here. And not even in a theater. It was New Mutants. We saw it at a drive-thru. Oh. And I enjoy this much more than I was expecting. It was supposed to be the the horror equivalent of a a comic book movie. Yes. And I don't know if I'd go that far. It reminded me a lot of... um, And I think I said this when I saw the trailer of of Nightmare on Elm Street 3... uh, I forget the subtitle where, where all of the uh, the kids from uh, Elm Elm Street or whatever that town is called, they oh, end up in a mental hospital and they're being haunted ha- haunted by Freddy Krueger. Yeah. So these are like kids with special powers that end up in a mental hospital and they're being haunted by something. Uh, and again, there's inclusion right off the bat. There's yeah. a a uh, lesbian couple. Um. But I won't go any further. It's 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 a it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. And wait, did I do two in a row there? Your turn. Uh, my number five is Fantasy Island. Really? Yes, I really in- liked it. It was cute. 
Uh, I like the story about it, and I like it's. I guess it's another revenge thriller at the not a revenge, but a comeback. No, no yeah, yeah. Uh, a there re- was a good twist, and it oh, it was very close to making my top ten. Yeah, and uh, hopefully there is a second part in the works. Uh, it is uh, from the people of the Bloomhouse production, so they're pretty good at what they do. Uh, so yeah, Fantasy Island. I enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I would as well. My, I, I want to oh, say we saw it in the theater as that well. One, we one of them see, yes. that we saw in the theater. Ooh, my number four <laughs> is New Mutants. Oh, cool. Uh, I liked it. I love me some Anya Taylor-Joy. I love me some Macy Williams. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, I wanted to see them uh, due to these actors and due to the fact that it is the last X-Men movie uh in the Foxman franchise, and it was an ode to it. Um, it's not as bad as people put it out to be. I'd ra- uh, Alfie said he'd rather watched. Well, I'd rather watch that than Phoenix. Than Phoenix. I like Phoenix, uh, but I think I agree. I yeah, agree. me too. Uh, it was really good. It was. It had a really solid direction. There was a couple things that kind of were out of place. But again, what movie isn't out of place? Yeah, Um, nothing's perfect. You can't be splitting hairs and dissect one movie and then be so blatantly okay and sweep everything else under the rug with the other movie. Exactly, and a a lot of comic book fans, comic book movie fans are very biased like that, that. and that's not fair. Uh, But it was a really awesome uh, movie, uh, entertaining. Uh, I did expect it just a little bit more... Uh, scared to it but it is what it is I, I'm sure Disney and Fox Studios and other people had a huge thumb on this movie because it was being made and finished during the whole Fox to Disney Acqu- the Disney acquisition of Mar- Fox yeah. yeah yeah good so. lord so my number four uh, was a movie that was actually shot uh, like six years ago it was Hamilton Oh, uh, which went to Disney Plus. I enjoyed it, uh, not more than I thought I would, but I mean, come on, the the songs are catchy as hell. Uh, there's one song in it that uh, it, it drives me absolutely insane, and, and this one right here loves to drive me insane with it. You know, he'll have like a smirk on his head, on his face, and then I'll start singing it because I can't get it out of my head once you hear it. But it's it's really cute. And, you know, uh, I like how the the actors played uh, dual roles in it, mm-hmm. in which is a stage thing. Obviously, it's a recording of, of, the, of the stage version. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, there was a lot that I guess I wasn't really paying attention in history class, or I guess they never really got, in, got so much into Hamilton's... Uh, Hamilton's uh, background as far as him, you know, having an affair and shit like that. Yeah. Um, But I liked it and it made me go back and look at his history and and his relationship with the sister that that he kind of vibed with but didn't marry. Yes. And, you know, that's based on another Mazda. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and that's based on like letters that you know they sent back and forth and you could tell from the letters that they had a really good relationship yeah all right um my number three uh was the hunt 
Really? Which was a very fun movie, very much up my alley. Very, uh, what do you call those Jennifer Lawrence movies? Jennifer, oh, Hunger Games? Hunger Games type thing where they send a bunch of uh, awful Republicans, Republicans, you know, to in the middle of a forest to get shot down by liberals. And that was your number? Uh, that was my number three. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and the the girl, I forget her name. Um, Emma Roberts? No. Well, Emma Roberts. Uh, spoiler alert, she, she doesn't last 30 seconds. She but she's, she's like in the freaking trailer. Like, she's uh, going to be the scream. star. They and pulled a scream. She dies like that. Uh, she the, the, the actress is in um, that Netflix female wrestling show. Oh, yes. I don't know her name. But she was fire in that movie, and Hilary Swank was fire, and it comes down to a, a epic fight at the end. Uh, I really enjoyed it. My number three is also The Hunt. Whoa. Yes, I really liked it, too. Usually, these are not the type of movies I would uh, go for immediately, but since I have a... Uh, fiance oh i don't know if we ever mentioned that we got engaged um, oh uh, another spoiler <laughs> that was we were saving that for the end that was so spoiler passe. alert <laughs> uh that love horror movies i have to oblige because i make them watch rupaul drag race you don't make me i enjoy <laughs> oh, it okay well i make you watch other stuff that you don't like looking a lot of documentaries yeah, yeah. a lot aerial america I mean, the first time's okay, but when we're watching it for like the sixth time of an episode, and, and at first I don't even notice, and then I'm like, oh, I know a funny fact about what they're about to show, and then they say it, and I'm like, I think I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, but uh, back to The Hunt, it was really good. It was a Hunger Game, I would say, Battle Royale. What Battle Royale is another uh, one? Oh, my God. If you haven't seen the original Battle Royale. Or read the book. And I'm, I'm like, waiting for one of these. I'm sure they aren't as good, but I'm waiting for one of these streaming services to to put on the sequels. Because there's sequels of Battle Royale as well. Yeah. Which I'm waiting for patiently. And it was just fun. It, it poked fun of every human aspect of of our country we live in from liberals to conservative to the the QAnons to the paranoid and it's just like an all doggy dog thing and I was okay with it I was okay with them and I said this in the past with our review with them kind of turning the mirror on us you know what I mean yeah it was it was like there were certain things that were that were kind of funny it's like yeah us liberals are like that you know yeah. what I mean yeah and the and the scene at the end with that actress and Hillary Swank uh was pretty pretty fucking awesome and intense and it was a pretty cool Cool ending, and I, I really hope, I know I, I say this a lot with the list, but I really hope they have a sequel because I really want to know what she does after, who she goes after, uh, and it'll be quite interesting about it. My number two is Hansel and Gretel. Okay, all right. I love the movie. It was so fucking aesthetically beautiful. The story was awesome. Um, it was with the actress from... Uh, it who I forgot her name. She yeah, was yeah. Uh, She's cute. 
with the short hair. Yeah, and the little freckles. Yeah. Uh, she was freaking awesome in it, and the costumes, the tone of it, it was all beautiful, and I liked it. I liked the how they broke down on on the process of of the witch, I guess, and th- how she consumed all these kids and how it is processed. And it was more of like a backstory of the witch, uh, yeah. of the, of the evil witch, uh, in the, in the house, in the cottage. Uh, but yeah, that was my top two. I loved it. And you were shocked that I wanted to see that. Cause another, it, it, another it, it like kind of scary movie that, there was, you know, one thing that, like, kind of interested me about it was that it was, like like you said, supposed to be the beginning of a franchise of these uh, grim, grim fairy, fairy tales yes. type, type movies. And they were setting up a lot, and I'm not sure if it did well enough to warrant a sequel. Uh, we'll look that up. Um, or another story. Another story. To connect it with this. Yeah, well, it did look like, you know, the uh, Gretel could kind of weave in and out kind of like the uh, what what's that guy's name with the patch from I always forget his name from Marvel oh uh, Nick Fury Nick Fury kind of weaved in and out of it, the you're Marvel right movies. It, 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 at the end it was kind of setting up other other fairy other tale stories yes yeah. so I guess that another reason why I liked it uh, awesome. go for it my number two uh, was birds of prey Oh, really enjoyed the movie, and I we we already discussed it, obviously. Um, it you know, it borrowed heavily from you know Deadpool, obviously the way they told their story and and the way the last Thor movie kind of told their story oh. as well. Wait, stop! This you know you must be wondering how I got here. Well, let me tell you, five days ago, and then they go into the story, which you know is becoming cliche itself. But they did a really really fun job and an r-rated an r-rated comic book movie you know is just right there gonna be different you know what i mean uh what were you gonna say i was gonna say that do you feel like that type of storytelling is a lot to thank from the movies of oceans 11 because they did that and they would be like, okay, here's a plan on how to steal the money. And then the actors are actually doing that, unless you want to tell me <laughs> another movie did it before them. Oh, no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say that I've seen Ocean's Eleven once and I don't remember shit. Oh, okay, but I remember yeah. the little Asian guy like jumping around. Yeah, so <laughs> every person had their part and then they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. This is, and, and then they talk. It's a voiceover of Matt Damon voicing on how to get into the vault. But it's already happening. Yeah. And then when that's done, it comes back to... I'm sure there's, you know, it's 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 a certain way to tell a story. And I'm sure other others have done it. But, you know, they, they take it to, you know, a comic book level, which I think yeah. Deadpool started. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a fun, it's a fun movie. And it's a fantastic cast. So do you want to say our number one together? Because I kind of feel like I know what it is. You do? Alright, you ready? On, on three. One, One two, two, three. The Underwater. Invisible Man. What? what? <laughs> no, it, it reminds me of uh, The Invisible Man as well. 
I couldn't come up with anything funnier. <laughs> I have Barney and friends. <laughs> or SpongeBob goes to camp. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, the Invisible Men. I love Elizabeth Moss and all her Scientology fucking ass. <laughs> I, I try to put that out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but the movie was brilliant. It was fucking awesome. It had. Uh, a little bit of sci-fi, a little bit of horror, a little bit of, of of everything, and again, female lead, and it wasn't so cliche, it wasn't so mm-hmm. damsel in distress, and it this this Invisible Man, FYI, had nothing to do with the Universal, uh, the one that they're going to be doing with Elizabeth Banks, or is that going to be the Invisible Woman? That's called The Invisible Woman. I'm not sure if that's also part of the classic Universal Monster story that they're trying to re-reboot. And the reason why I say re-reboot is because they tried to reboot it with Tom Cruise the Mummy. That failed. So now they're trying to re-reboot it into a more darker, uh, grimmier uh, type of of story arc. Um, But we'll see. What did you... Why did... Why is The Invisible Woman on... Your top list. Very much the the same as far as a female lead. Elizabeth Moss, I just started watching the new season of uh, Handmaid's Tale, and she's she's fire on that show. I love her so much. Uh, and it was just a fun movie. I feel like the actor, the actor that played her ex-husband, Oliver Jackson Cohen, mm-hmm. he, he was amazing in it. Uh, I'd actually seen him on The Haunting of Hill House before, and I, you know, I didn't put the two together. I think if he plays his cards right, he could have a career ahead of him. Yeah. Uh, it was, it, and again, like I mentioned before, it becomes that that uh, that revenge type storyline oh, that, that's so, so satisfying. Yeah, you know. Uh, when you when you leave leave the theater satisfied, it's never a bad thing. No, absolutely not. I loved it. The acting was great. Uh, the setup was awesome. The reason the way he is invisible again, this the techie part was pretty cool as well. I think it was for. I, we both think. I guess we think that that's the best movie of 2020, as you can see and in our podcast. Literally the last movie we saw in the theater. Aww. Literally still the movies, to this day. The movie theaters are opening up slowly, but we're still a bit apprehensive. We were like close to seeing Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, but it was on HBO Max, so I'm like, why? You know? <laughs> why go pay extra? Exactly. Okay, so... And I don't think Mortal Kombat's gonna make my top ten list next... Oh. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Mine neither. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed our top 10 list of movies for 2020. If you guys agree with it, awesome. If you guys don't, awesome. Both <laughs> ways, let us know at Press Play AR on Instagram. Yeah, and like I said, there's there's movies that I still want to see, like Freaky, I so want to see. And there's a few others on my list that, you know, I might be seeing. I don't know. But mm. Freaky, Freaky's on my top. Yeah. And it may make my 2021 because, you know, I can do that. It's uh, I'm one half of this podcast and I get to decide that uh, with everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So before we end the show, Riz and I have some final thoughts. It's a new segment in our uh, podcast where we both share an, any random thing to each other and we talk about it just for a little bit. Cool. So as this is my first 
in quotations, final thought, I wanted to go a little deep and say, you know, our dear listeners, to our dear listeners, to find what makes you happy and be happy. You deserve it. Um, if you aren't happy, you know, you you, you have the, uh, the um, power to change that. Uh, within you know legal means you know don't murder your wife or husband or husband or you know children or dogs or boss you know you have you have the power How about i have you? the power he-man yeah who's that... playing he-man wasn't it supposed to be noah centino and he dropped out i don't know who that is but oh yeah all right what about you why do when we pick up a dandelion to find out if the person loves you or loves you not, why do we always start with he loves me? Why don't we start with he loves me not? Well, and why do we have to put like our whole entire love faith into this beautiful dandelion? Yeah, something to think about. Thank you listeners for coming back with us and allowing us to share ourselves with you. Well, buy us dinner first yes that would be amazing we hope we spark something for you to think about and if not let us know on instagram at press play ar that's press play ar on instagram this has been another amazing episode well i'm sure you guys think it's amazing of oh my gosh what's our name augie and riz press play with press, <laughs> press play with augie and riz uh, you know, if you want a sticker, we have a ton. <laughs> I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.